Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to kick off the show is Dean Tyrus Miller is standing by to talk about the School of Humanities and their gorgeous new outdoor museum that is now open. I put all the information on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci. The diverse display features global art, literary, film, television, and social history achievements, ranging from the first summer blockbuster in the movie industry to the genesis of Chaucer's writing. I am so excited to have the Dean standing by right now. Welcome to the show. Thanks for for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so glad we could make this happen. I'm so happy to hear about events like this on campus because they're so uplifting and creative. And in a time where everybody's been so isolated and separated, the arts really, you know, can lift people up. I think so, too. It's actually been really important during the, the pandemic, the the role that the humanities and arts have played for people. I've heard from so many people, um, everything from, from reading to, um, you know, changing their music uh, listening habits to uh, binge-watching um, series on television or, or, or old movies on, on television. It's really been a kind of crucial piece of getting through the pandemic. Absolutely. Now, did this idea for this museum come about because of the pandemic? Uh, not strictly because of the pandemic. We um, we have our light poles for, uh, and we regularly will have banners on them. Usually, they are related to um, courses and faculty or other kinds of themes that we have for the humanities. So basically, kind of publicizing in our public space um, the humanities. This one had a little bit different quality because we were also thinking of it, you know, in the mode of an outdoor museum, so with a little bit more of an educational function as well as a, a publicity function. Okay. Now, I want to touch on your background. Have you always had this love of humanities? Well, um, in, a, in a way, yes, but um, in a kind of professional direction, not always. Okay. So um, as, a, as a young person, I was interested in music, uh, in playing music and listening to music, but also eventually... I got interested kind of in the history. So I, I, I had a, an album of uh, classic jazz that the Smithsonian put together. And that was obviously put together by historians and music critics. Um, and I also was really interested in the 1960s. I was a guitar player. Um, so I was really interested in psychedelic music and the guitar music of the 1960s. And that led me to read more about it and get interested in the history as well as, um, you know, kind of learning to, to play from the, from the musicians of, of that time. But um, I, I was also really interested in science, and when I started in my uh, college study, I actually was um, thinking that I would become a scientist. I, I started as a biophysicist. Wow. Um, I got interested in other classes and um, took a different direction in, in history and eventually in the kind of interdisciplinary humanities. And many years later, here I am, Dean of the Humanities. Amazing. If you're just tuning in, I'm speaking with Dean Tyrus Miller, Dean of the School of Humanities and Professor of English and Art History right here at UC Irvine. How long have you been here at UC Irvine? I've been here for four years, since 2018. Um, I was in the UC system for quite a bit longer, another 25 years at UC Santa Cruz. But I'm a relative youngster at, at UCI. Okay. Well, I love the school. I've actually been at the station since 2007. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I think it's just a fabulous place, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy. 
Santa Cruz is a beautiful place and a really wonderful university, but I'm really happy with being here at UCI. That's wonderful. So walk us through what people can expect from this exhibit. So it's, um, it's in the uh, humanities space. We have a quad of four buildings, and we're along the, the um, you know, one of the central uh, rings around the, around the Central Park. And um, the banners are basically in that humanities space, um, running from the Arts Bridge uh, to the edge of the, of the park. Okay. And um, there are 21 banners. They have on them um, the, uh, um, a date, um, our slogan, Humanities, It's Time, and an explanation of what is associated with that, that date. And to give you an idea of what those are, there are some that are classic works of literature, like the publication of the Canterbury Tales, uh, Cervantes' Don Quixote, uh, Kafka's The Metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Others point to um, events, historical events or political events. So there's one on uh, 1979, the start of the Salvadorian Revolution. There's another one that um, has to do with the role of feminists um, in resisting dictatorship in Chile. Great. Um, the South African campaign to support Winnie Mandela. So there are a number of different kinds of ways in which we take this date and theme um, angle, but basically you can read about these events, and there's also a QR code that contains information, further information about the event, but also about the professor that proposed it and about the program that they're in and about courses that one might think about taking um, if you're interested in that particular theme, what kind of UCI courses are available to go deeper into the into that, that theme or that topic. This is amazing. This really is so amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was, um, it was an idea that myself and Annabelle Adams uh, came up with as a way of really um, utilizing our public space, again, you know, not just to make publicity, not just as advertising for the humanities, which we want to do, yeah. but also to make that experience enjoyable, educational, to um, enhance the look of the, of the space with, with things that people can, um, you know, that can catch people's eye. They may go by these three or four times, but um, at some point maybe stop and get interested and read a little bit more. Yes. Pick up our information, and who knows, they might end up in a in a class. In a class, um, <laughs> that's great. I I love the idea of this because I'm a visual learner, and so I'm not familiar with all these subject matters. But but the fact that you know here, here this is visually on campus is very intriguing. Yeah, I mean that is uh, that is something that was kind of behind our thought on this, which is that it really is a multimedia um, experience. Mm-hmm. And of course, our classes are not just are not just reading or listening to lectures. There's also, you know, various kinds of multimedia um, tools that that our faculty are using. But this was a way of taking that outside and outside of the classroom. And when I say also multimedia. We, we not only have the banners in the space, and, you know, they are meant for people to browse, to catch their eye when, as they walk by, those sorts of things, where, you know, you're really free to use this resource as, mm-hmm. as deeply or as little, you know, as in passing as, you know, you see fit. Um, but also we, we very much intended it to be available on our website, so um, we have all of the banners, basically, and the information and text 
available on our website um, at um, in the humanities. And also, um, we're using it for social media, so we can push out one banner at a time That's great. Um, and have people catch it that way. So it was really explicitly, uh, the idea was to try to tap into as many spaces, as many media as we could um, as a way of um, entertaining, um, but learning while, while entertaining our, our, uh, the people that uh, access this. Well, it's a really fun, interactive way to teach history. I mean, I, years ago when I took history and even in high school, it was just so boring I could not get my brain around it. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is intended to kind of liven things up. And, of course, we have the dates on there, but uh, it would be very far from the experience that we intend for this to be a matter of someone going around and memorizing all of these dates. It's rather to kind of catch, catch people's eye, get them interested, you know, maybe spur them to go a little bit deeper, to read a little bit more, um, to investigate. So if you, um, if you were interested in, say, Kafka's Metamorphosis, mm-hmm. um, you know, it might encourage you to pick up the book and say, you know, that sounds really interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down and read that. Um, and we hope that that will be the experience. It's far more than just um, uh, wanting people to memorize the date or, sure. or um, you know, kind of have a historical fact in their mind. You know, it'd be really interesting if the students from the Claire Trevor School of the Arts actually portrayed people representing each of the twenty-one light poles. That would be that would be very interesting. Yeah. Because students would be so surprised, like, wait, what, why is this person dressed up like this person? And then it would, it would you know, entice them, intrigue them to learn more. Yeah, the, the uh, performance dimension would be really interesting. I mean, we would have to talk to the art school uh, about that. But, um, you know, what we, what we were really trying to do was to make people think, you know, of the different dimensions in which the humanities and, you know, and creative um, expression in the humanities were, um, you know, were possible. Yes. And this is, a, this is an attempt, really, to bring people into that conversation. That's fantastic. How did you decide on 21 light poles? Well, we have 21 light, bulb, light poles available to us from the campus, so it's not a, it's not a symbolically important number. If we okay. had 30 light poles available, we probably would have done 30 themes. <laughs> Um, but that's we we typically design with those in mind, and those are in the spaces where students and other you know other people in the public are passing through on a regular basis. Got it. Okay. And tell us about the name. How did you decide on the name Humanities? It's time for the exhibit. So the name actually does have a um, a, a bit of a symbolic resonance. So one part of it is really the idea of a kind of urgency. Um, a need for the humanities, and I spoke to that in the in relation to the pandemic. Um, not only that that uh, reading and viewing media and so forth was a part of the experience and part of the consolation, let's say that we we turned to during the uh, during the pandemic, but also the idea that the humanities, with their historical knowledge, with their critical approaches, also helped us to understand certain aspects of the pandemic and of our of our situation in general. For instance, um, there was a great deal of discussion about the dispar- health disparities during the, the pandemic. Sure. And the humanities, our humanities scholars, are really looking at those questions in terms of the history of how those 
disparities, um, racial disparities, ethnic disparities, gender disparities, um, arose historically and have changed over time, but also how they persist um, to this day. So the idea is that there's, there's an urgency to studying the humanities. And, of course, it's not to the exclusion of the STEM fields, um, technology, science, um, engineering are, are, are crucial for sure. our current situation, but we want to really assert that humanities need to be part of that conversation and really have um, a very powerful contribution to make. So that's kind of one dimension of it. The other is really underscoring that the humanities are nearly unique um, in terms of the disciplines on campus, in terms of their very strong historical approach. We ask questions about how things arose, about how they persist, about how they change over time. And in some sense, we're saying that that being human is, um, in essence, um, a way of living in time over long periods of time, over shorter periods of time, mm-hmm. living change and, yes. and evolution. Um, yes. So there, both of those senses um, go into the title of Humanities It's Time. Which is interesting because... Students have gone through a tremendous amount of change in this pandemic. So to show them this exhibit where people have evolved in different ways and grown, and this is, this is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think about it, you know, in relation to, you know, very current questions, let's say questions about um, the Me Too movement or the, um, the movements for racial justice. Several of our um, humanities, it's time um, exhibition uh, or, or banners um, actually treat things about the women and about women and the feminist movement, about movements for racial equality, not just in the United States but but globally. I mentioned South Africa, mm-hmm. and I think you know having an awareness that these these things that we're dealing with on a day to day basis in our contemporary world also have dimension in depth. Uh, another example, actually, with respect to the women's movement, we have one on the Congresswoman Patsy Mink, mm-hmm. who was um, responsible for getting the um, uh, Title IX uh, legislation, which governs sexual harassment, yes. passed. You know, we think of that as an important part of our contemporary landscape, but we don't think about the fact that it was only as uh, late as the 1970s that 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 was law, um, which we now, we, we know it's not perfect, but sure. we know that we, we have tools to help to combat uh, sexual harassment. And I think it's important to remind people of the ways in which things came about, the struggles that were connected with bringing about things that are very important to us today as well. Yes. Now, when did this exhibit open? Uh, we opened it in the fall. Um, so mm-hmm. it was... Um, you know, the pandemic has not, I mean, the COVID virus has not really cooperated with us completely, but we op- we opened it in the fall with the idea that this really would be our opening back into um, public space in and public events in at UCI. So it was really intended to be an opening event and, an, and as I say, you know, opening out the humanities to um, our public and our public space, our students, as they go about their business, you know, outside yes. and together um, in, you know, in these public spaces. But it's what the wonderful thing about your exhibit is it's evergreen, as people would say. It's not going away. It's it's timely whenever people can see it. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I really believe that. And, um, you know, fortunately, with the, with the COVID-19 um, situation, because it is outdoors, um, we, we, are, we were able to have it continuously in a way that um, if we had an indoor exhibition, for instance, it might have been more restricted. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself doing more of these exhibits? Um, it's a really interesting idea, and um, I, I will have to think of some new ways of, of casting it or extending this. But I do see, I mean, we always use this public space, and we've had previous um, banner exhibitions that, um, for instance, we had one about uh, what I would call humanity's virtues. It was the idea of what did the humanities cultivate um, in you, like creativity, empathy, um, historical understanding, courage. Um, so we, we were connecting that with certain kinds of virtues that the study of the humanities helped to cultivate. Um, this historical idea is an interesting one, and it's one that we, we probably do want to think about more. And um, it may be that the humanities at time, um, its time may not be over. We may be thinking about another set of these and basically um, you know, refreshing the banners, but continuing to yes. expand the um, the multimedia museum, and particularly, you know, in its um, virtual forms as we move towards certain kinds of newer banners. But that's something I I'll, will need to discuss and uh, think about what 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 the next phase will be. I mean, I really see it as an ongoing series. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'm very happy to get that that input because um, you know we do think about that space very much. It's it's really important to us mm-hmm. what we what we put there, and you know the messages that we're that we're trying to get across to the people that that pass through there about the humanities. Yes, I mean, I think about growing up in New York City and seeing different banners, uh, different themes of different exhibits going on at the museums. I lived on East 86th Street, so the museum with Museum of Natural History was, you know, up the street for me. And it was so exciting. And it gave me this ongoing curiosity. And I loved going there. Yeah, I feel that way, too. I'm, um, you know, although I, I, I live in Irvine, I've, you know, lived in a number of um, large cities, and it's really part of a kind of city environment where, you know, often you're being deemed um, advertising, but it's also a way of finding that, you know, there are plaques, there are banners, there are kiosks, um, and it's, it's part of a kind of way in which cities use space to transmit information and to create interaction with um, people as they go about their everyday lives. And that was a little bit of the thought here was that, that people would interact with these. And, um, you know, as I say, we're, there's no dictation that anyone has to stop um, and do anything. Um, but we hope that they'll be attracted to do that and use it in their own way. Yes. Um, so is this open to anyone, anybody in the community to come to the uh, campus? Absolutely. It's, um, you know, it's completely public space and we're a, we're a public university. So anyone can come on campus and uh, walk through the space and look around and um, utilize it. There's no special, you know, password or anything that they need to have to be able to access the, the websites, the QR codes. So it's very much available to any, any member of the public that wants to come look at it. Okay. And Dean Miller, I put up on the show blog the link to the exhibit. I believe it's uh, hq.humanities.uci.edu. Yes, that's right. 
Okay. Anything else you'd like the listeners to know? No, I, um, I'm very happy to have gotten a chance to talk to you about the Humanities It's Time exhibition, and I just encourage people to look at it while it's up, and um, hopefully I'm going to take that input about how we might be um, extending and evolving it further. I think it would be so exciting to do something with the Claire Trevor School of the Arts with the theater students. I had interviewed a professor uh, in dance and how they did something intergenerational with an intergenerational strategy with um, retirees and students reenacting their lives, and uh, it was phenomenal. Sounds great. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. If people want to reach out to you, uh, where can they find you? So I'm, uh, my email is uh, at humanitiesdean, that's one word, at uci.edu. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Dean Miller. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I've been talking to Dean Tyrus Miller about the art exhibit. Um, I am so intrigued. I want to go check it out. If you miss any part of this, uh, you can find out all the information on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. It's the UCI School of Humanities Outdoor Museum. It's open now. And uh, there are 21 light poles adorned with banners featuring unique illustrations of significant historical moments that humanities help us understand. All right, we're going to take a short break, and I'll be back. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.